Good morning. Welcome to the 30-Day Healthy and Happy Challenge. The 30-Day Challenge is designed to develop essential habits that will improve your health and happiness. Log in at solanofit.com with your email address to get your 30-day calendar. Today is day 16. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast, featuring fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, O. Johnson. We need to talk. How's your relationship with Jim? Are you guys seeing each other anymore? Hey, maybe he's not your style. And if not, I totally get it. Maybe it's time you should consider something new. And wait, just to be clear, we're talking about the same Jim, right? Not Jim Halpert. Jim as in G-Y-M, as in health club or fitness center. You see, America has a love-hate relationship with the gym. We know we're supposed to go two to five times a week, and the U.S. is the world's leader in the number of gyms at nearly 39,000. But when you look closely, how many of us are actually gym goers, and how many of us are gym donors? Any regular gym goer knows two things. One, between December and January, visits and memberships will increase dramatically, sometimes as high as 30% depending on the particular market. And two, most of those new members won't make it past February. Some who sign up may never even come back. And according to one source, women are much more likely to drop out than men. So regulars know they just have to stomach the onslaught for about eight weeks or so before things get back to normal. It's true, less than 20% of the people that join a club visit once a week. When I ran clubs, I did an analysis of one Solano chain and found that around 8% of the membership base visited twice a week or more. That means an astounding number of gym memberships are actually gym donors, subsidizing the cost for those that actually use the club. I mean, running a gym can be expensive after all. And the gym industry knows this too. It's actually the business model, which is why there are usually all sorts of incentives to get you to enroll in that 12-month contract. You see, big box clubs need to enroll 10 times the number of people that can actually fit in the building in order to be profitable. Now, this isn't the gym's fault. Airlines overbook too, and health insurance companies profit from all the healthy people that never use it. In the same way, you're renting the gym, just in case you need it. But this is just how human behavior works. We suffer from what's called projection bias. That is, we overestimate and think that our future interest and desire will be as firm as it is today. Lots of times we'll even knowingly put down a large investment of money in the hopes of guilt-tripping ourselves to committing to use the product, thinking that if I pay this amount of money, I'll definitely use it. Yeah, I've done it too. It doesn't hold. Now here's the thing. Part of the problem is that many Americans unwittingly subscribe to the idea that gym is where fitness happens, like it's cornered health and fitness. It's a lot like thinking that college cornered the market on education. Not really. Books are still free at the library. And general health and happiness forming fitness can happen on the sidewalk right outside of your house. There are few things that feel as refreshing as a walk outside. Yes, even in the cold snow or pouring rain. Grab an umbrella and some boots and witness the beauty of a wet world. It's just water, for crying out loud. Now, if you're in a race to drastically transform for some reason, well, you're going to need to plus your workout with a personal trainer. Just beware, sprint workout plans usually crash and burn, even after success. And even though a personal trainer can give you an awesome lunch, at some point you have to pilot your own ship the rest of the way. Apart from that, and to save yourself some money, I'd say skip the gym entirely, or at least until you've demonstrated to yourself that you'll actually go. Now, how do you do that? Pretty easy. Get a seven-day pass, trial membership, or any low-commitment offering where you get to test your resolve and your weekly routine. 
Try out several to see if you even like the place and the people. One Berkeley study of over 7,000 memberships concluded that based on the usage, members were paying an average of over $17 per visit, much less than the typical day usage fee. Which is to say that you might be better off paying the $10 to $15 daily use fee to try the club rather than committing to an entire year. Now, if your gym charges the $20 per day, well, now you know why. I hope you find this helpful. If you're a gym donor, put yourself on a seven-day notice. Use it twice by the end of a full week or seriously consider quitting. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely a gym guy. But if you won't walk outside, why drive to a place just to walk on the treadmill? For me, nothing beats a walk outside or a bike ride. There's something healing and serene about listening to nature, even if it's in a busy city or a suburb. So here's to a better relationship with you and Jim. See you tomorrow.